Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your humble host, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. All right, we are in a week. They are over a week since uh, pretty much everything has stopped in the uh, sports world. So doing shows like mine have been really, really difficult. Luckily, the NFL gave us stuff to talk about, and the Bengals actually did stuff this past week, which was great. Made my job a lot easier. So I'm trying to figure out what in the world to talk about. But we have some NFL news. It's not Bengals. No word on Andy Dalton of where he's going. Actually, I saw this story, and somebody tweeted out on one of these other Bengals groups that I'm on that the Patriots are interested in trading for Andy Dalton, and they were going to give us this uh, left or right tackle and give us a fourth round pick for next year. I'm like, that's great. That would be awesome. I'm like, oh, I got to share this, put it on Bengals Nation. And somebody goes, oh, it's fake. I go, really? I said, how do you know? And they like answer back, said they looked it up on the actual Twitter <laughs> from ESPN, NFL, I think it's what it was. And it wasn't on there. So, oh, well, there was that idea, but that would have been awesome. <laughs> but what actually did happen today is Tom Brady officially signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He got the... Uh, contract, officially signed it, put it on Instagram. So he's officially a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. I know my wife is extremely happy about this. My sister-in-law, well, one sister-in-law I think's happy about it. The other one, I'm pretty sure is happy about it. So all my Florida family is very excited that they will have a pretty good team next year. <laughs> so when you get the goat, that kind of helps. All right, Josh Gordon. He... Really messed up. <laughs> Last year, he held out because he wanted to get paid for the uh, Chargers. Well, that didn't work out, and he didn't have a very good year. But he has signed with the Denver Broncos. I don't have any details on how much or uh, for how long. Uh, Todd Gurley. Now, this, I want to put it to you this way for Bengals fans. We have Mixon, who is in the prime of his career, and he's due to make a ton of money, or he, we're going to lose him. You got to be careful with running backs. I I love Mixon. I think he's great. But Todd Gurley is a a good reference for the Bengals as to why not to give him a ton of money. Um, that Todd Gurley, they signed him to, I think he was the highest paid, or I know he was the highest paid running back at the time. And as soon as he signed that contract, his knee really started acting up and he was never the same. Today, or yesterday, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, the Rams uh, released him. And he was signed today by the Atlanta Falcons. So, this is where you are the Bengals. You walk a fine line as to how long you sign a contract and how much money you give Mixon. Because I hate to say it, NFL running backs are a dime a dozen. I mean, they are. You could pick up a good running back in the second, third round that could be just as productive as Mixon. And I love Mixon. I do. I do. I want them to keep him. I want them him to be here for a while. But you have to be careful because you can't just throw dead money around. I mean, especially Mike Brown. He doesn't want to spend money, you know, on guys and just cut them and then lose the guaranteed money. He wants them to work for it and hopefully finish out their contract is what Mike Brown wants because, well, he's cheap and he doesn't want to just give away money. So for Bengals fans' sake... What I don't want to have them to happen, they sign him for a long term, and then he starts dwindling and getting worse, and the Bengals won't cut him because Mike Brown doesn't want the dead money on the cap. So that's where I, it's such a fine line of what the Bengals 
should do and could do. All right, now, again, trying to find out, find stuff to talk about on the show. There are some, not the great free agents, but there's some good free agents out there that the Bengals could possibly uh, be looking at. Now, everybody's been freaking out because we haven't got a linebacker yet because all the best linebackers went away in like the first day and a half. Excuse me. But I was looking on ESPN. They're giving a list of the top free agents that are left. And one caught my eye was the New York Giants linebacker, Marquise Godin. He's 29 years old. He's not that old, but that's right on the cusp. When you start getting to be 30 in the NFL, your skill level and everything goes down. And it's just human nature. You can't keep getting hit and hit and hit and play like you did when you were 20. So he's 29. Um, He did have a really good number of sacks last year. He had 10 sacks for the Giants. So that could be a potential linebacker that the Bengals could get. I don't think he's going to cost them a ton of money because he's still out there. And that's the thing with the free agents that are out there. You probably can get them cheaper than they thought it would be. You know, because obviously the NFL, when free agency hits, if you don't get signed, I mean, I know you can't, like the free agency period opens up like uh, Monday and then the you can't sign anybody until Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember. I, my days are getting all discombobulated. I know today's Friday though. So anyway, you can't, if you don't get the money right at the beginning of free agency, it kind of dries up. So you could find some diamonds in the rough of the guys that are left. Here's another one. You got a offensive tackle, Seattle Seahawks, Jermaine. I hope I'm going to say his name right. I, I fed, I feed, I F E D I, I fed him. I don't know. He's 26, so 26 is not bad. He started all 16 games for the uh, Seahawks last year. So that's another guy. He's a tackle. You could make him your right tackle. Those are two spots that the Bengals need. Offensive line, which they did address earlier in the week, and but linebacker, which they haven't addressed at all. So those are two guys that you potentially could get. You probably don't have to sign them for, I mean, so you might be able to sign them for one year and just see what happens, you know, and they have a great year. Awesome. Then they, you either sign them or you let them go. Now, this next one could be more of a pipe dream. And I'm kind of shocked he's still out there, but he played for Seattle last year. You might have heard of him. His name's uh, Jadavian Clowney. He's an edge rusher. He's only 27. Now, I know the, the word on him is he doesn't play every snap. But if you have him on one side and you have Carlos Dunlap on the other side and you got Gino and you got Reader on the inside, holy smokes, that right there would help you help your linebackers, which you haven't addressed yet, plus your cornerbacks, which they've addressed it. Neither one of those guys are like shut down great cornerbacks. If you get pressure on the quarterback and you can stop the run in your front four, front seven, that's going to help the backside. So, and the other thing, Jadavion Clowney is trying to get as much money as he can. Like I said earlier, the time for get, getting the money is gone. I mean, his, he's still going to get money. He's just not going to get as much as he did last year. I mean, McDonald uh, Sue last year signed a one-year contract with Tampa Bay. He's still out there. If it comes down to Sue or Clowney, I'll take Clowney because Clowney is younger. But, like I said, it might be a pipe dream. Who knows? So, anyway, those are a couple of my thoughts of Free agents that are still out there that the Bengals could possibly go after. I have no idea if they are or not. I'm just talking. I haven't heard anything yet. Trust me, I'm looking because 
there's nothing else to do <laughs> except look on Twitter and look on Facebook and try to figure out what the Bengals' next move is. All right, this show and every show is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right. The NBA was the first professional uh, organization to shut down here in the United States. And I applaud them. At first, I'm like, really? I mean, come on. We've had you know, swine flu. We had all these. Nothing hasn't been that big of a deal. Well, this is a totally different thing. So I applaud the NBA for, for uh, shutting down the NCAA tournament and everything. My favorite week went to, to put kaput. Anyway, it's getting to the point where there are more and more players and people that work for the NBA uh, teams that are coming down with the coronavirus, or at least symptoms of it. Uh, just because you had the symptoms doesn't actually mean you're going to get the, get the full-blown virus. But if you get the symptoms, you need to stay away from everybody. Now, yesterday, uh, they shut down, which I don't know why they didn't do this until yesterday, but they shut down all NBA facilities. So guys who are like the Cavaliers, say they're in Cleveland, you're not playing games, but you want to go and you want to work out to try to stay in shape and you know play basketball or whatever for whenever the season starts. Well, you're doing that. You're sweating. People are using the same equipment you are. I mean, that's the reason they closed the gyms and stuff here in Ohio. So that is could promote the coronavirus. So anyway, the NBA uh, shut that, shut all that down yesterday because like I said more and more NBA players and officials and just people that work for NBA teams are getting this virus. The, the more and more it looks, there might not be an NBA season at all because unfortunately, out of all the sports, NBA players, I think, are the most likely to get it because... They're in shorts and t-shirts. I mean, and they are constantly rubbing up on each other, sweating on each other. I mean, that's basketball. That's what you do. So there's a very good chance that they are going to have it more than anybody else. I mean, I know some baseball players, some Yankees, minor league players have gotten it. Um, Peyton, Sean Peyton for the um, uh, the head coach for the New Orleans uh, Saints. He's got it, but he says he only has the symptoms. Hasn't gotten the full-blown uh, corona yet. So... My point is, the more and more this looks like we're not going to have an NBA season. I hope I'm wrong because I like the NBA. I love college basketball. I like the NBA. I don't like the NBA as much as I did back in the 80s and 90s. It's just a different game. But it is a very popular sport, and we'll see. I mean, I know, like I said in the, uh, this week earlier this week, that uh, China, uh, their basketball leagues have started again. But... They shut them down in like January, so they have more time. I mean, if they don't start till June, July, I mean, you're rolling into probably August, September, maybe October to try to get the season done, and then you're going to turn around and start playing again. So I don't know. that. The one thought is, though, if they do start the season, now I know they were talking about this before the coronavirus or anything even happened, of changing the the schedule for the NBA of starting maybe on Christmas, starting the season on Christmas and going till like August or September. So this actually works out if they can figure out how to squeeze in the playoffs and championship and everything. And then they, you know, if it goes into August or September, then you could take, you know, October, November off. It's still a short, shortened off time, but they're getting off time now. 
Um, and you could start your season in December and they could roll on into um, June, July, August, you know, throughout the summer. Now, the thing is, when they're doing that, would you want to take on the NFL on Sundays? Which, I mean, you could fix that. You can move your championship around or whatever. But those are all thoughts that the NBA has had and are talking about. So, like I said, I hope the NBA comes back. I don't know if it's going to or not. Okay, if you're new to the show, normally I do, like Mondays, Wednesdays and Friday, I have a certain thing I do on that day. Monday is the best thing I saw over the weekend. Well, there hasn't been a sport, so it's kind of hard to say that. And Wednesday is the, what's the, you know, getting you over the hump. What's your sports hump? The slide into your sports weekend. Well, there's no sports, so it's, you know, it's kind of hard to talk about that. So I didn't really bring those up uh, this week, but I still have my mainstay, which is Zeke of the Week. Now, Zeke of the Week is something that usually in sports, somebody does that's stupid or annoying, or you just go, what? And you're like, that's my Zeke of the Week. So anyway, really has nothing to do with sports. It's just our world we live in right now with the corona pandemic and all these people who are not practicing social distancing, like in Florida, where you guys are going to the beaches and you're going to nightclubs. Come on, seriously? They're going to make you <laughs> stop. So all of you who are not taking this seriously, you are my Zeeks of the week. I mean, everybody needs to do their parts in trying to stay away from each other. <laughs> so the best way to do that, sit at home and watch my show. Or you can get all my Facebook groups. I have three of them that I help run. I have Bearcat Country, Bengals Nation, and Reds Country. Like I said, we can't go anywhere. We can't go to sports bars. We can't go to restaurants. I mean, go to restaurants and you take food back to your house. So you can't just get into an argument with a random stranger about, you know, Carl to Fist in a 1975 home run or whatever, you know? So you have the Facebook group. So get on there. I run them. i help run them. Um, they're great debate. I also have my own pages, uh, Sports Strawberry Ice, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and then my YouTube show. Now, if you're watching this show on a Facebook link, do me a favor, go on to YouTube. If you don't have an account, get an account and subscribe to my show. Now, this is unbelievable. I I said this, like last Friday I did a show where I had no notes. I just rambled on because <laughs> I didn't know what to talk about. And I kind of said something funny. Let's see if I can add subscribers to my channel because there's no sports going on. Well, I have. You guys are awesome. I'm up to 153 as of yesterday. Or excuse me, 159 as of yesterday. Yesterday's show, 153 of you watched my show yesterday. I don't know if you watched the whole thing, but YouTube said you watched it. You guys must be really, really bored. <laughs> anyway, I really appreciate the views, the, subscri the subscriptions, and the comments. That's a very good comment. You, you can do it down below on the YouTube channel. You can tweet about to me. At uh, Sports of Strawberry Ice, the handle is Jeff A. Trenopole. That's T-R-E-N-N-E-P-O-H-L. Now, it's Friday. It's the weekend. Normally, we got, like, next week, I'm on vacation from work. I had it perfect. It was going to be the second week of the tournament. Red's opening day. I was going to have fun. I didn't have to go to work. I was just going to come do my show and watch basketball, watch the Reds, and I might be sitting at my house on my hill having a fire. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, I will keep doing my show. If you guys got any ideas, any topics you want to discuss, anything at all, I'm up for ideas. 
You know, tweet them out to me, Facebook, message them, whatever. Anyway, that's your sports, baby. You guys have a great weekend, and I'll see you Monday.